Hey everybody, Benjamin Craven here to uh, thank some of our uh, uh, Patreons and people who are believing and supporting our, our caravan. Um, okay, Uncle Yuri said I gotta do this or um, something terrible will happen to Garlic. I, I don't believe him, but just in case. Okay, um, Michelle Scott, thanks. Uh, Chelsea Dab Hilke, Cheryl Nash, Heather Baird, David Forsey. Thanks, guys. Uh, Robert Andrews, Noreen Elizabeth, Michelle B. Thanks to you all, too. And I'm going to be thanking everybody. I, I, I probably. So if I say your name, you can just. Yeah, like I'm saying. Like, thanks. Okay. Olga Krasik, and Jason Campbell, Michael Pollard, Mike Hammond, Christopher Bruce, Chris Walsh, and Miri Rain. Thanks, guys. We couldn't couldn't be doing this adventure without you. Bye. Hey, Yuri Ditch Digger here. As some of you know, I am a law bard. So why not catch you up on the law of what happened in last week's episode? Last episode, the caravan crew nursed some wounds after a giant fight and nursed some nasty hangovers from events surrounding a giant fight. They then had a planning session with Diglin and have decided to set their sights on a captured storm giant, the Chained Legionnaire, before they potentially dive into the Aetherlock after Jaren, the Eel Hag. But first, they have to fulfill a promise they made to a crazy hermit who lives in a cursed forest, Fezric, and his mother, who cursed the forest, Gelra. And that's where we pick up, as the party ties a second rope to themselves and starts making their way back into the terrifying forest to have story time with someone who is almost certainly a psychopath. I think that pretty well sums it up. So, on to this week's episode of Wonders and Blunders. So you step back into the forest again, the deafening silence of the pines takes over as all you can hear is the scratching of pine needles against your clothes and faces. The cold but wet atmosphere is just like oppressive around you as you follow this rope, which is only visible about five feet ahead of you at a time as you follow it through the trees. And Bree, just make a survival check for me. You can do it with advantage because of the rope. That is a 12 plus 5, 17. As you're walking forward, Bree, again, I think, just as you brush past a branch, you smell uh, again that smell of baking, and that would be off to your right, away from the rope. Yeah, I, I think uh, anyone behind me might see Bree stop for a second, put her like nose up in the air, and kind of make some like tasty <laughs> food ASMR noises. And, uh, but then not being a fan of pastries would, would continue on the, the current path. Okay. We so gotta go to the gingerbread house. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so tasty I children in the oven there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like burnt ends, huh? <laughs> so you take another couple of steps and then you see the trees thin out suddenly again in this big ring around Fezric's cabin. Now in the daytime, it's a lot easier to see the details of this clearing. Immediately, you see in front of you five Wodes and Fezric all sitting on the ground, hunched over asleep, right next to uh, where the rope has been tied around one of these five Wodes. 
Oh, so and this hey! this was all of them, right? Like the the same number that there were last time. There were six last time, but you blasted one into the forest, and yeah. it doesn't appear to have come back. Okay, okay. H- hello again, Fezric. And he's like, oh, oh, you're you're back. Oh, you actually came back. I can't believe it. I had great doubts. I, I tell you, I, I really thought that you were just going to cut the rope and never come back. I was very afraid that my friend was too rude to you and that you wouldn't. Oh, my goodness. And there's more of you. This is. Yes. Oh. And we've brought uh, lots and lots of books for you. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Grab, grab those. And he starts like smacking the, the woads and speaking in a language that most of you can't understand. Who does speak Sylvan? This guy, Rowan. Rowan? So you hear him smacking them, and he's just saying, like, shut the hell up, you dickhead, we hate you, <laughs> and and hitting them, uh, and then they run up and start grabbing all the books. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Are those their names? I, I bet those are their names. <laughs> <laughs> As they're going into the house, he's like, you're an imbecile, you're an imbecile, and then turns back around. Thank you so much for, for coming back, and he's saying this in, in common. I, I was thinking all night about new uh, stories that, that we could trade back and forth. Excellent. Um, yes, uh, everyone, this is Fezric. This is his home. And uh, Fezric, this is everyone. He says, oh, he- hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for, for coming to visit. Are you are you hungry? I have made, oh, not enough stools. Not enough stools. Uh, and then sort of turns back around again at the woads who are all running into the house. And as the first one sort of stumbles back out the front door after having dropped off the books... He just yells out like, we're prisoners, we're prisoners. And then the Wode stops for a second and looks at him. And he's like, stools, stools, you fool. And he runs uh, up to the edge of the forest and starts like working a tree down to try to smash it into more stools. I would so- pass across the, the, the bloody bed sheet filled with giant meat uh, and say, I've brought you gifts so that you do not have to eat mushroom all the time. Wow, my goodness. And he opens the bag and then just like throws up on the ground and then <laughs> is like, oh, this, uh, I will treasure it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Should I prepare this now? Is this what you like to eat? Uh, I, no. I, I have eaten already. Uh, okay, okay. Well, uh, if you change your mind, just uh, let me know. I want to make sure that you have a, a wonderful time in your stay this time. I will not repeat the same foolish mistakes that I made before. And then all of the woads sort of run back to his side, except for the one that's making stools. And you can hear them all, like, chattering at all of you. And Rowan, you can now understand their chattering to be, Oh, God, please free us from this prison. This is so terrible. Every day we're just bound to do whatever they tell us to. you got to get us out of here. Do not leave without us again. <laughs> These things, they are so charming. <laughs> and all the rest of you just hear this frantic chittering and and, like, whistling coming from the trees. They're very energetic, aren't they? He's very cute. He's like little children. This is where... So they're making woad stools. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fezrik like falls over laughing. He's like, oh my goodness, that is true. Wow, that's a, such a strange way to say that. Ooh, not what I would have thought of at all. You are a clever <laughs> child. Thanks. Uh, where Where is the uh, the, the terrible... Uh, owl creature. Oh, th- um, that's me, Fezzerk. I'm Ben. I-, I told you, remember, I-, I changed into that monster, but this is what I look like most of the time. Wow, that is incredible. It's such a such a drastic change. You are a very young child. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm nine. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm almost nine. Very odd. You you look much older as, a, as an owl. I've, I've been, yeah, I've been told that. <laughs> very interesting. The, the rest of you, what, uh, what, what, what can I... 
what can I do for you? What would you What would you like to do? Perhaps, uh, uh I've, I've been trying to carve some, some maybe playing cards or something that we could, that we could do. I was wondering if, um, perhaps, um, uh, as last time, uh, you, uh, had a look at my spellbook. Might I have a look at your spellbook? My spellbook? Uh, don't you practice the arcane arts? Oh, yes, the cutting and yelling. Oh, um, right. I might have forgotten this conversation. Did... <laughs> Do you want? We've to... been over this before. Yes, yes. You, you asked me what uh, what school of magic I studied, and right, I told right. you that I cut my hand and yell, and you called that evocation. Yes. <laughs> Would you like to learn the lightning now? And then he takes out a knife and cuts across his hand and just goes oh. like, Aah! and then lightning <laughs> strikes down into the middle of the clearing. Oh, no, that's 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 fine. You you can you can leave that blade where it was. I can't believe that hadn't seared itself into my memory. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I remember every time. And he holds up his hand and, yes, covered in scars. Oh, dear. Um, uh, might, might we uh, have a conversation with your mother? Oh, uh, I could ask, or or even uh, just just one or two one or two of us, uh, if she's not comfortable with with all of us, uh, or what, whatever she's comfortable with. And he kind of looks around at everyone, and he's like, "Oh, yes, six is an unfortunate number. Mm, I'll check." Uh, unfortunate for what? Just uh, she's superstitious. Well, maybe not superstitious, as what she believes in was true. Uh, Six men were meant to show up and uh, take me away back to my father. Oh, well, I'm not a man, so maybe that me will neither. help. I'm yes. also a cat. Oh. And is, that is uh, a lizard. Mm. Mm. Yes, that also might do. Also male. Yes. And I'm, yes. I'm like, yeah, one third to two fifths bird, I think. Oh, yeah, I, I guess I didn't mean it as the gendered man, but then I guess what is the difference? Perhaps I need to relook. Words do have meaning. And all that. Well, I'll check and see if she agrees with that definition. And if so, then maybe you'll be able to meet her. What are your names? Kara like, would like to fade into the background. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, just, just one by one. Uh, I already know Valen, and you are Erg, and you are Benjamin Craven. Although that was not correct. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's correct to me. That uh, doesn't. Uh, not good enough. Well, I guess I don't have to talk to her. That is true. A anyone else would like <laughs> ben to cross her? <laughs> Rowan is just gawking. His eyebrows are arched, and and he's he's just looking at him, and then like he'll look at the woads, and then he'll look back. He he's actually maybe for the <laughs> first time properly speechless. Well, um, then perhaps just uh, myself then uh, might I have a moment to, to speak with her. Yes, well, uh, I suppose that will be an easier sell. Uh, would you like to come with me? I just sort of look over my shoulder at the rest of them and, I, and I, sort of shrug. Yeah. Rowan right. puts his hand on your shoulder and kind of squeezes it a little bit and, and just faintly pulls you closer to us. <laughs> and, and if you see Star, he's like making like a sort of hand gesture like, you need me, you need me, you... The star, yes. You might like to make some new friends as well. Uh, hmm. uh, you yourself are practiced in uh, the, the etiquette of uh, these sorts of ah, Well, I don't like to brag, but I do like to shake hands. <laughs> that is not a brag at all. I also like to do that. <laughs> oh, well, it's lovely to meet you, Fezric. And Star sticks his hand out. 
Yes, and and your name? You could call me Star. Oh, okay. Uh, very good. And he shakes your hand, and he's like, "Well, uh, yes." Is, is he good at it? Is Fezrek good at shaking hands? <laughs> yeah. Are you I asking me how to was roll? it? How was it? <laughs> I'm asking you both to roll. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know if it's as good for both of you. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a charisma check, which seems to make sense for a for a mm, handshake. handshake. He's doing is it a generous handshake. <laughs> I actually did really bad on my handshake. I only got six. Oh no. Oh, happens yeah, to the best got of a us. five, so this is horrible. Happens to the best of us. You guys just <laughs> yes. met. There's no real charisma yet. No, yeah, no, yeah, real, yeah. no real chemistry. I slap his elbow first and then miss and then pull back and slide up his arm kind of awkwardly. <laughs> yeah, Fedrick went for a hug. Like he, <laughs> he just like dove in all the way and you managed to intercept an arm and then both of you are kind of patting each other. Yeah, uh, yeah like the sort of like forearm shake with an arm on the shoulder kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then he, he gives you like a little tickle and he's like ah, that was fun okay <laughs> weird yes. custom. just just like we used to do at all the gatherings yes, yes. uh okay well if, if just the two of you would like to potentially meet uh my mother then follow me no um, wait oh this is much weirder than i thought it would be uh my name's rowan and uh well, I'll, I'll come along too R- rowan okay very well uh, uh, uh she may need to know your full names uh, in order to agree to meet you. Yes, that is correct. comfortable with that. Kara, Kara is shaking her head really, really big uh, hmm. at the full names thing. <laughs> Rowan it just looks at Valen and then looks back at Fezrek and, well, I, if I've got more names than Rowan or Fake Hazel, I, I don't know what they might be. My uh, name is my destiny. You can call me Shooting Star in the Desert Sky. Ah, wonderful. Very evocative. And he kind of points at Valen. And huh. I, I flinch a little bit, worried that lightning might come out of his point. <laughs> yeah, a lot of blood gets on your uh, clothes. Presentation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he gathers you up and he's still like holding Star's hand and starts leading you <laughs> towards the cabin. Tr- try to get my hand out of his hand. Yeah, it's, it's really easy. Super weak grip, very slippery. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Rowan, Star, and Valen are all going in the cabin? Mm-hmm. Very reluctantly, yeah. So you step inside the cabin, Star and Rowan. This is the first time you've seen it in here. The walls, every inch of them, are covered in intricate emotional carvings. Rowan, with your super perception, you can actually see where the carvings began in the corner, uh, <laughs> where they are a lot rougher and less practiced with younger hands and then slowly start to spread out. And as they make their way across the cabin, you can actually see it is like a tapestry telling a story through time, a whole lifetime of emotions. You see a lot of restlessness and you see a lot of curiosity and a lot of repression making its way through the carvings on the ceiling and floor and uh, the minimal furniture and even the new stumps, which have been freshly ripped up out of the ground, still dirt clinging to the roots, sitting in a in a half circle around a small table with a large bowl of mushroom stew sitting on it. And Fezrik says, please take a seat. Uh, uh, make yourselves comfortable. I'll just uh, make sure that she is okay with meeting you. So we have Valen, Darius, Iron, Rutherford, the fourth shooting star in the desert sky, and Rowan of Castle. Did I get those right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Very good. Uh, I will be right back. And he opens the door to the back room and uh, steps inside and it closes. I'm going to do an investigation check. 
Yeah. Investigation, yeah. Yeah. This is this I is much stranger than you've told rolled us. another three, so I got eight. Eight. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking for? I don't know. Just kind of anything that would stick out to my eye. What would stick out to Star's eye? Like weapons, shiny things, anything that like moves in an awkward way. Like like what would attract a cat's eye? Like you know what I mean? Tinfoil. Yeah. Any yeah. any balls of yarn. Ball caps. Yeah. Circles on the ground. Light reflecting off an object. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's actually light coming through the window and then shining through like a red piece of glass and creating a slightly moving dot on the wall. <laughs> just immediately puts his hand on it. <laughs> yeah, and it, it distracts it, like, from seeing up, anything else. L- yeah, it lands on the top of my hand and I like another one. <laughs> <laughs> How does it do it? <laughs> yeah, with it with an eight, I think you you get mostly your eye is drawn to all of these carvings all over the place and seeing that the room itself is like spotless like completely completely clean and mostly lacking anything like you can't even see the instruments that could have been used to carve all this stuff it's almost strange how absent everything is from this room Valen, this is this is much stranger than you than you let on you know he's he's berating those those woes he's this is very strange, right? He's berating them. Yeah, using some some very unfriendly language. I, it, they're huh. begging us to to help them escape. Uh, they claim they're prisoners. They they, they this, this is this is strange, Valen. That is somewhat troubling. He he did say that they had been assailants in the past. They had mm. come here to. I'm not sure if it was abduct or to murder uh, himself and his mother. Right, and so were there six of them at the beginning, maybe? Uh, yeah, yes, uh, there, there were the original six, yes. Mm. And there's six of us now, and, and this prophecy or this story that his mother is so worried about is about six people. Hmm. I, I guess I know better than to dismiss that mm. kind of coincidence, but... Yeah. I, we did promise Diglin we wouldn't give up our thing. hearts. Don't just specialize in prophecy. Also... I don't think we should be trusting anybody right now, given the weird ass situation we could we could call this. So I don't see any reason to trust magic uh, tree men that they've actually been captured and that we should be saving them. And I also don't think that we should be trusting this psychopath. I think that we should hear them out, talk to the mother and then see what happens. Yes, it's it's far too important to learn what we can of she who created the the spell over this forest. Oh, yeah. No, we, we've definitely got a job to do. I, I just think, uh, well, I just don't think this is quite as, uh, you know, meeting a friend in the woods as, as it's been sort of laid out to be. And then the door yes. flies open and uh, Fezrik steps back out and he says, how is the soup? Oh. Um, we didn't quite I'll, get to it. I haven't had a chance to try it. Ah, okay. Hopefully there will be time after. I worked quite hard on it. I'm excited to get your feedback. She will see the three of you. Hmm. Oh, uh, excellent! Uh, I hop to my feet. Yeah, I'll get up uh, as well. Yep. He, and then, like while you're sort of getting up, he looks backwards and says, "Oh yes, uh, I'll send them in now." And he steps out of the room into the room that you're in, and sort of like beckons. Outside, yeah. I would like to wander around back to the cabin and see if there's any windows. Yeah. So outside, you are being like nonstop talked to by the Wodes. Uh, they are all just like speaking at you constantly. And Ben, like, and Bree, you both remember this from last time. They did this the whole time you were here last time as well. So as you start to make your way around the cabin, two of them follow you and are just like talking and talking and talking as you go. 
Mm-hmm. But the cabin sits pretty much in the center of the clearing. So as you make your way around the back, you can uh, you can see that it's it's pretty small. It looks like probably two rooms and then a small room above. There is a, a window that looks out on the right side of the house. There are two windows that look out towards where you came in, the front of the building. And then as you come around the back, you see one window in the back. Bree would be hanging out with the woad that is carving a new stool stump. Having a conversation with the woad about curving and comparing curving techniques, conversing with the woad in in common, and just assuming that it is talking back, telling me uh, interesting things, um, and not screaming about how it's trapped in a forever hell inside this forest. <laughs> yeah, make a make an insight check. We're having a really real bonding moment. Thirteen. This woad is talking to you constantly, and when you go back to carving, like talking about carving. It is like going down and we'll start carving away at the wood, but then like snap off a root and start frantically drawing on the ground and then look at what it drew and like throw the root up in the air that like scratch it out. And then it looks like they are really passionate about carving. <laughs> I, I, I'm very passionate about carving too. So, uh, I mean, a Brie would communicate somewhat through through symbols and and pictographs and the, and the like more than anything. So uh, I would try to see if there's any kind of story or anything that it's telling through it, but also probably similarly curving a, a bit of my own journey through the mountains with the caravan as well. What do you draw? The caravan coming out of the caves by the avalanche, uh, maybe coming down into a little town full of spiders, going towards like a big mountain full of bat, and then like towards the lake and the forest. I mean, depending on how long I have to do this carving. It would be very yeah. rudimentary, but it would be like like uh, like you know one of those old medieval scrolls that kind of tell this like ongoing story as you read left from right. When you draw the spiders, you get its attention, and it it sort of focuses in on that and underlines one of the spiders. And then as you continue, it's like watching intently on what uh, symbols you're drawing, but it just underlines one of the spiders. Kara, are you doing anything around the back, or did you just want to see? I wanted to look in the window. I think Ben is creeping along behind Kara. Okay, so Kara, you can make a perception check. I rolled a nat 20. A nat 20, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you go up to the window. How close do you want to get? I probably wouldn't like press my face right up against the window, but uh, if there's like a stump or a rock like a little ways back, I'd get up on it so that I can be level with the window. So Kara and those inside, looking into this room... I wanted uh, to do one thing before I stepped through the door, if that's okay. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just as like um, a show of like ruffling my clothes and sort of getting my my appearance proper for for um, meeting someone, I want to cast detect magic, just like muttering a few words and hiding a, a couple hand signals in that business. Okay. Uh, so do a sleight of hand. Thirteen. Yeah, Fezrik is like watching all of you, but you can see him kind of nervously standing there and he looks into the room and then looks back at you and you're able to time it so that when he looks into the room, you quickly cast the spell and he looks back and doesn't seem to have any reaction. So Kara, when you look in the back window at first and Ben, like while you're sort of looking, it is completely black, just absolute darkness. Like you sort of look back and you see where the sort of brightness through the maws of the clouds above is coming from and light should be shining right through this window, but it doesn't. But Kara, when you are looking a little bit further, you actually see that it's not a solid wall of darkness and that the windows 
light is being cast in four perfect squares, just 90 to 100 feet into the room. And looking at the cabin, it's not that big. Okay. So it looks like this light is being cast into a much larger than possible, completely dark room. And now that you focus, you can see little motes of dust floating through these four squares of light. Okay. None of you have a bag of holding, right? Ooh. Good, good, good. good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Those inside the cabin, when you are stepping up to the door, Valen, your detect magic goes off. You see a bit of a shimmer over all of the carvings in the opening room. And you were asking about his spellbook. This room is his spellbook. The magic that he has learned is highly emotional. And at a pretty quick glance, you would see he does not need to cut himself to cast lightning. He just needs to get angry because that is the way that he Mm. casts his magic. It is an emotional spell book all over the ceiling and floor. The dark in here also starts to swirl a little bit in your vision. There is a magical presence over this, not a spell, but very much like the magic over the forest itself. It is this old, old magic this sort of realm-altering magic. And you all see the light that comes through the doorway from this room extends in a perfect rectangle 30 feet into the room, and you see nothing beyond that. And Fezrik says, She'll see you inside. It is dark, so watch your step. Do we have your assurance that uh, we'll be safe? No. Uh, Hmm. But I have no reason to believe that if you told her your true names that she would have any reason to harm you. She's quite insightful. Second question. Did all these other uh, little men who came for you, did they also go have a meet with her? Uh, No, not a a meeting. Uh, This is a a story I could tell, but it it is best not to keep her waiting. Okay, well, that's good to know. And like Star like shoots a side glance at Rowan and Balin. I think Valen shrugs and steps forward. Yeah, me too. So they step in ahead of you, Rowan? Yeah, I uh, give Fezrik one last look over and uh, and step in. Okay. Stepping into this long corridor of light that's cast by the doorway, uh, and you come up to the edge of it, and you can see Fezrik back out through the door, and then slowly the door starts to close. So what about with with uh, my dark vision? Like, do I see anything or is it like magic no, dark? This is okay. magic dark. That, yeah. That you... makes Star like really actively uncomfortable because he's never actually seen pitch dark before. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, I don't like this. I can't see. Before the last of the light disappears, I'll uh, I'll kind of reach out and get like a fistful of Valen's clothes and a, and a fistful of, of Star's uh, armor. So the door behind you closes. You don't hear a sound like a latch or like a door hitting its frame. It is just silence and complete darkness. And then you just hear from sort of all around you. Mm-hmm. What brings you? Hello. We wanted to meet someone as powerful as yourself. Someone capable of enchanting an entire forest in in such a way to us must certainly be worth meeting. How did you find us? (laughs) We weren't looking for you. Dumbled upon you. There are six of you. Here, presently, 
Well, Rowan, does does your brother count? Yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll do respect, man, but there, there's seven of us. He sent six in body to take my son. I can assure you we, we have no intentions on, on taking your son anywhere. He is fond of you. Uh, I'm, I've grown rather fond of him. Yeah, he, he's a charming one, but uh, but no, we, we definitely don't have any intention of taking him with us. No, I, th- I think uh, he, he seems most comfortable here with you. So you all feel like a sheer curtain blowing across your skin in front of you. Like, like sort say, of. a silky spider web? Uh, you could say that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. And then in front of you, Star, your dark vision a little bit kicks in. And like a curtain is being drawn away, you see the center of a large room. So your dark vision is, do you have 120 feet or? Uh, no, I think I only have 60, 60. feet, but let me double 60. check. We're going to die in a pocket dimension in a cabin in the woods. You know, that's a good way to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With 60 feet of dark vision, as these sort of like curtains move out of the way, so all of you can see four squares of light just in the center of the room. The rest of the room extends outside of your dark vision back into that inky black all around you. Mm-hmm. You've all seen how big the cabin is. This room is far, far bigger than the cabin, if that is true. Right. But we, all we see is like the four, like we don't really see anything else other than the four squares on the floor. The four squares of light, yeah. I see. I'm going to try to persuade her, like, uh, I can assure you, we, we were just, we were really just looking for some food and then we stumbled on this cabin and uh, now we're also just as trapped in these woods as you are. And frankly, we thought that maybe having a conversation with the person who did this might uh, maybe help us get out, you know? Okay, make a persuasion check. I got 11 plus nine, so 20, not natural. Sweet. 20? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and do you st- do you step any farther forward or do you sort of stay where you all are? Yeah, Star, Star will step a little bit forward, but only as not going to pull <laughs> myself out of the grasp of Valen and... Uh, Balen and Rowan. Waiting for yeah, some sort of verbal response. Yeah, yeah, I'm staying put. As long as I can still uh, have my hands on those guys, I'm good. You, you hear back, I am not stuck here. I am where I can keep my family safe. Outsiders are not welcome here. If your intention is to leave, I am not going to stop you. Oh, yeah. oh, that's excellent news. Um, yeah. C- could you... Uh, elucidate us on exactly how leaving would work. Mm-hmm. I will also not help you. If your intentions are as you say they are, you will find your way. I'll do respect again, ma'am. If you made a fortress, um, well, yeah, you kind of did make a fortress out of a forest that's cursed to not let you find what you're looking for. And now we just told you that we're looking for the way out. So would you suggest we find the way out of a place that doesn't want you to find what we're looking for. Do, do, do you see what I'm saying? If you could help us get out, then, uh, well, we wouldn't be in uh, in your hair or, uh, you know, in your mushroom stew or, or whatever metaphor works best for you. The four squares of light on the ground go out. Oh, great. Okay. Well, I well, didn't mean um, to offend. I, I just, I, you know, we'd like to get out too. You return twice. I let you leave once. You've come back for my son. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. him is, is not the right <sighs> word. O- on his request to return with stories and books and other interesting people for him to meet, he seemed very curious, and uh, I cannot possibly abide to 
let someone so curious not not have that intellect re- rewarded. And so we, we had to return in order to keep him happy. And we will certainly part ways in order to keep you happy. Yeah, someone Do is... not care if he's happy so long as he is alive and he is here. Do not know what is best for him. And uh, well, you feel like the room around you, it's mm-hmm. like you get a lot heavier and you feel like floorboards creak under your weight as you're in here. The dark feels oppressive around you. A magic user uh, as clearly as powerful as you are, I'm sure has some ways of knowing whether or not we're lying. I, I mean, I, you have our true names. I, I think if, uh, if we're that straightforward, then obviously we're not trying to trick you. We're not trying to, um, you know, be underhanded. We, we, we just, we made a friend in your son. Uh, he asked us to return with some materials and, and we figured, well, let's oblige those materials and, and also ask for, for maybe the directions out. I do know your names. Yeah, well... There is one looking for all of you equally. Just as he looked for them. As he looked for them? Ma'am, I'm afraid you're losing me here. You're going to have to explain a little bit. You may know more than we do. Yeah, I think that's what's going on here. My husband sent six to collect my son. He waited, and they never returned. And neither shall you. Okay. Uh, now, there's who? no need for that. Uh, you you must be able to ascertain from, from our bearing that we are not lying to you when we say we are not here to steal your son from you. I don't really want to get involved in your family drama, ma'am. I, I would just like to get my friends out of here. Uh, I'm going to do a perception check to look around to see if there's any like sliver of light or anything that we can use to get the hell out of here if we need to. Yeah, okay. The 14. You don't see anything. It is just pitch black all around. Uh, you oh, can't boy. get a bearing on where this voice is coming from, but it's not in your heads. It is a physical voice in the room. You can tell that much. Can I light a torch? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to light a torch. So you successfully light a torch. It doesn't change much in the room, except that you can now see the floor. Oh, So you it- can see that the floor is an old rotten wood with pieces of boards not not maintained perfectly like the outside of the cabin is in here the boards have been worn down to almost the dirt and you can see that there is actually a dirt path with footprints in it there's a lot of broken floor but there is a pathway that has been walked many times well i'm gonna get their attention to look at it and start walking along it does it lead forwards or backwards yeah both uh, it, le- it leads both ways. So you are standing sort of in the middle of it, and there is one right. that leads sort of back the way that you came and one mm. that leads forward deeper into the room. Yeah, I look back and I start walking forward, and then I kind of lean back and whisper, like, I don't think uh, I don't think she's going to let us out, so we may as well see where this goes. Uh, in your head, um, using the, the message cantrip, you, you'll hear me say, I'm with you. I'll, I'll put a hand on your shoulder, and reach my other hand back to, like, hold Rowan's wrist, who's, I assume, behind me. Yeah, yeah, all right. So you're walking your way forward. You see that the path splits in two in front of you, one to your left and one to your right. <laughs> Let's and... <put> up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your hearts will be in trees as well, if you cannot prove to me that you do not mean him harm. Well, then, what do we need to do to prove it? That's your task. Of course it would be. Oh, of course it's my. Of course it's our task. It's always our task. Yeah, uh, this week is is unbelievable. Uh, 
Do, do you have any knowledge of outside of this forest? I don't need to know what's happening out there. Mm. Did you know? Did you know of the hag, the the bat hag? Rowan, what, what was what was its name? Oh, Ka- uh, Kag. Yeah, wasn't Kag? <laughs> That's right. Uh, you must have known of this 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 bat hag that was residing within this forest. Perhaps you you even were aware of the passings, the comings and goings of one by the name of Diglin, um, who was was hunting this hag. Um, we are allied with with Diglin, and we are searching out hag covens in the surrounding areas. We we are not concerned with your husband's obsession. How can I be sure? Well, we uh, have a little symbol and like looks at Rowan. <laughs> Rowan looks at you blankly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, necklace. Oh, the, the necklace. Uh, yes. Right. Right. We, uh, uh, we uh, uh, took uh, this from one hag. <laughs> yeah, and I'll uh, pat through my, my bandolier and I'm like, wait, it's dark. I, bring, bring the, the torch. Bring, bring that yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't uh, realize I mean, I had Rowan, the first... Left. The first pocket that your hand goes into, you feel the stone. Yeah, and I'll uh, at first I'll just like kind of set my jaw and keep going. Then I'm like, oh, actually, um, maybe this could work. Uh, I-, I have a stone that that they use. Actually, you you might even be able to answer some questions if if we can finally establish that we're not uh, you know enemies here. But I've got a stone from them. This this is their sort of. Uh, I don't really know what they use it for, but this is part of their shenanigans right here, and I'll pull that out. Uh, but, I, but I have the necklace, too, and I, I'm patting through, and then I, I find it and pull that out, too. So I've got the stone in one hand and the necklace in the other, and I'm like, well, well there you go. Make an athletics or acrobatics check. All of us? Or just Rowan? <laughs> just Rowan. Fifteen. As he pulls those things out of his pockets, he suddenly is lifted off his feet and disappears into the dark. Uh... <laughs> okay, you have to at least give you. You can't just be taking us uh, splitting us up like that. That's not. That's really not cool. Okay. Uh, make an athletics or acrobatics check. <laughs> Me? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can uh, start sort of seeing this coming. Just have gotten startled by Rowan disappearing. But again, this suddenly reminds me of uh, one of my dreams last night, and I, I see this happening to you again, Star. And I sort of like grab onto you mm-hmm. a little bit, and uh, you can roll a fifteen for that. Oh, check. sweet. Okay, then I roll twenty six on the acrobatics. Okay. Oh, 26. playing favorites. Playing favorites. <laughs> I, was, I, I was too slow. I didn't know it was happening. <laughs> so you feel your fur, like your whiskers, blow forward, like something is approaching you very quickly, and manage to duck. Neither of you yeah. see anything, but the torch goes out from something extremely quickly, moving past it. Does my detect magic glow or anything? With detect magic, it doesn't glow. It's nothing you can see, but there is a presence of magic that moves past, like a like a specter of magic. Can I uh, relight the torch? Yep. I'm also gonna draw my rapier just purely as a defense mechanism. Like, <laughs> there's there's no need to behave so so violently. Uh, can I point in the direction that Rowan went and cast yeah. message? Yep. Um, uh, and then you can make an athletics or acrobatics check. <laughs> no, it's not going to be good enough if I use... Okay. Ooh, worse. Uh, that's a five. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so what, what's your... Ooh, I'll, use a, I'll use a luck point. Okay. And so, like, yeah, just, like, I, I get start to get pulled, start stumbling around, and roll worse again. Uh, <laughs> so oh, damn. The second roll was a natural one. Uh, so we'll go with the five. Yeah. Uh, so what's your, what's your message to Rowan? Are, are, are you okay? 
And just as you say that, then, Star, you see Valen get almost like rugby tackled by something you can't see into the dark in the opposite direction. Okay. Star's going to, like, pace around in the corner like, okay, okay, I don't like being alone anymore. Okay, we can uh, we can stop this. And Star is going to prepare an action to try to make an attack on the next time that he gets tackled. Okay. You have the torch and your rapier and you're sort of readying yourself um, back yep. outside. What are y'all doing? Looking through the window, right? Well, I, I was looking through the window. I think I'm going to try and pry the window open. Okay. Uh, mm. Make a strength check. Can I, can Ben assist? Yep. You definitely can. Uh, so one of you can do it with advantage, or both of you can make a strength check. Well, I think Kara can. The okay. Like the eight-year-old boy <laughs> trying to <laughs> pry <child laughs> the window. <laughs> the barbarians sharing carvings. Yeah. Oh. I got a nat 20. <laughs> oh, yeah? Whoa. <laughs> well, that's better than energy. my five minus one. <laughs> you feel like a very rusted lock. Like the window is locked, but it feels... It's not actually that hard to open. You open it up and you feel the wood just sort of crumble away where the lock is holding it closed. And you are looking into just an endless darkness. Does it look back? <laughs> ben, I think you should um, run and get Bree because um, this is worse than I thought, I think. Um, okay. And Ben takes off at a sprint, dead sprint. Okay. And the two woads behind you are now jumping up and down and like, throwing their hands back and forth and like shaking their entire bodies no as you crack this window open and great. you run to get Bree. I'm, I guess, <laughs> yeah, great. trading, trading <laughs> stories with this woe when he starts like pointing at the spider. I'm like, oh yes, it, uh, his spider named Bridget in town uh, was very nice, though a little uh, strange, uh, and had uh, other nice spider named uh, Snowball, Annabelle, I... I <laughs> I, I cannot remember, but uh, a jelly bean. Jelly bean was named. Uh, he's big, fluffy spider. Bree, it was not Bree. very nice, uh, but uh, oh, hello, Benjamin. Uh, Bree, we got this um, trouble, and uh, me and Kara cracked open uh, a window. Uh, Kara sent me to come what get What kind you. of trouble? Why are you breaking into house? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and now all three of the woads who are standing next to you are all like, they like put their hands on their heads, and they're all shaking their hands and like, Full bodies know at you. Okay, I have passive <laughs> insight. Can I do an insight? <laughs> I have passive insight is 17. But, if your passive insight uh, is 17, they are scared. They are afraid. Okay, like they're, they're little, really scared. they have those little glowing eyes and like the knot holes, and those have extended to the point where it's like a one solid yellow light inside the knot hole. Oh, I don't like those eyes. Uh, the, would my passive wisdom 17 pick up any of the drawings they did on the ground? You can see that there are drawings on the ground, yeah. Can I have a quick look at them? It okay. it looks like writing, but you don't recognize it. Okay, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, Bree, but Kara wanted me to come get you, and yeah, I, I think uh, we the, should go. Uh, yeah, Bree, Bree gets up, like, starts lumbering up, just picks up Ben, throws him <laughs> onto her shoulder. Ben fights being picked up. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, um, and then it's like, come, come, come uh, to the woods. Uh, and just like nonchalantly. Uh, yeah, they are, they are following you. Really. They're like holding onto your clothes, trying to hold you back. <laughs> yeah, we fucked up. It's okay. It's okay. I'm just going to find care. These little ones, they get into so much trouble. I think Rowan's curiosity is rubbing off on you in bad ways. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> so Kara you keep having to like bat hands away from you as these woads are trying to like pull you off the stump that you're using to look through this window 
Okay. You you think this is a really bad idea? And I they see. all like shake their heads, yes. Mm-hmm. Because our friends are already dead? Uh, and they all look at each <laughs> other, and then they look back at you, and they all shake their heads, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good run. That's probably not good. I think we have to try, though. Have you been here a long time? And they all shake their heads, yes. They're still like trying to pull you away from the window <laughs> as much as they can. And Bree and Ben, you would come back around. Harold, what is matter? So, what are you doing peeking into windows? Uh, so it's bigger on the inside than on the outside, and uh, it was already very suspicious because of because of her asking for true names. Lots of dangerous magic involved, and um, it's really dark in there. Usually, you know, when things are honest and um, on the up and up, the darkness isn't quite so all consuming. Well, we uh, we can go talk to Fesric and. Uh... Ask for others back. Fezric doesn't seem very smart. He is not that smart, um, but he is nice. <laughs> he even makes okay stew. Uh, and he listens to his mom a lot. He's good advice. One should always listen to mother. Uh, I think Ben is... Uh, but we shouldn't to... listen to his mother, I think. That's that's what I'm trying to say. In and fact, all the woes nod. <laughs> in fact, all these all these fellows seem to think our friends might already be dead. At this, Ben is like struggling to get out of uh, Bree's. Yeah, yeah. and I'd, I'd put I'd put you I back down. Does, like once we once we got over there for sure. I think he kind of yeah stumbles like when he gets, hits the ground and puts a hand out and touches one of the woads, and white light shoots out of his eyes and casts remove curse on the woad. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> he broke the DM again. Uh... <laughs> a moment of blink. Does anyone record that? Can we turn that into a gym? Oh man, I thought of so many things you would cast this on. I didn't think of the woads. I have other things I can cast it on too. I know I you gross. Do, this is just the first bitch. one. <laughs> uh, cleric can't be as troublesome as a wizard, right? <laughs> uh, you do that, and this energy like goes over the outside of the woad, and it sort of just like looks down at itself and then looks at all of the other ones and they start chittering back and forth and it's like raising its hands like I don't I don't know I don't understand and they're all like what's happening to you and then they all look at you Ben you're their god now well I didn't mean to do that are you okay and it kind of like looks down at itself and like nods you understand me and it nods you understand they they seem to before uh, any change do you feel different and kind of looks over itself and shrugs. He's still three. And it nods. Okay. Um, well, we're what are probably we gonna do? on a time crunch here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we're just like punching and wrestling with like invisible creatures. Yeah, you're all being, well, the Valen and Rowan right now, you are at high speed being pulled through the dark. Just the air whipping around you. And you can feel like, again, this these like gossamer curtains moving past you as you go. Like you're getting brought through window, through window, through window in the darkness. Hello, it's Mike Friday, your dungeon mom. 
I'm here with the quickest outro to date. I'm gonna tell you to do three things and then I'm gonna let you go enjoy your days. Because I know that you are prisoners to these words and you cannot leave until I am finished. So, number one, come check out our Discord. How do you do that? Check out the links at number two, our Twitter, at Wonder and Blunder. And then number three, go check out patreon.com slash wonder and blunder. You heard all those names read at the beginning. Those are people who are enjoying juicy extras at a modest fee. It helps us buy new equipment, which helps the audio quality get better, which in the end really just benefits you. And that's it. Wham bam, thank you, whoever is listening. I free you from the weekly prison that is our podcast. And as always, keep being the best. We love you very much, and we'll see you next week. A goodbye.